0: Hi, my name is Marcus, and I am the host of Comic Corner. Along with my co-host Mason, we bring the kingdom of geekdom to light or to darkness. Join us as we talk about heroes, villains, myths, and more things nerdy. Listen to us every Wednesday at 8 on Spotify. Brought to you by Gateway Pro Productions. In a world with pain and destruction, we need a hero. Who... We'll be that hero. Gateway Pro presents an old podcast. The Joe Show. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wrong ad, wrong ad. Let's try that again. (laughs) Hey guys, my name is Joe, and I'm the host of The Joe Show Podcast. On my show, we talk about anything and everything except politics. You will never know what we'll be talking about on our show, so you should definitely tune in. Join my boy Marcus and my brother Mason as we talk about food, superheroes, and those are just some of our temple topics. Sometimes we can get a little complex and talk about the difference between wisdom and knowledge. You never know what we're going to be talking about on The Joe Show. Even though we have a plethora of topics to talk about, our goal is to entertain you, the listener. So check us out on social media at Gateway Pro on Facebook, The Joe Show on Reddit, The Joe Show 2020 on TikTok, and The Joe Show underscore 20 on Instagram. You can also find us Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Join us every Monday at eight o'clock.
1: On July 22, 2015, five people were stabbed to death at a family home in Oklahoma. These victims included children as young as the age of five. Investigators started looking for suspects, and you're not going to believe who was really responsible for the bloody stabbing of this family. This is the Broken Arrow Murders. uh 10 uh, in the control she'll ask the negative further
0: just start the and point in to got a guys you guys are listening to code 187 hello my name is joe and i'm joined here with my co-host sarah In this show we just talk about true crimes and our love for true crimes and mysteries and things like that and we try to make it a little lighthearted. sarah you want to tell them where they can find us
1: Uh, Yeah, we're on pretty much every social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok um, under Code 187.
0: Super simple and easy to know and learn. And we also will be airing every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. And You guys should hit that follow button on all our platforms so you can get all of Code 187's content. Because there's just not Sarah and I. Sarah does so many other cases that will blow your mind. So, yeah, follow, smash that follow button. I want to say smash that like button because I watch too many YouTubes. So.
1: And I forgot to mention our YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do videos, too, on YouTube. But I will be posting these podcast episodes as well. I always forget YouTube. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, isn't that like the big, big platform
1: too? It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so with this, I was listening to that intro, right? And I was like, I thought, I was like, okay, I'm waiting to hear the name of the person. And you said murders. So we have multiple, multiple murders in this case.
1: Yes, and I wondered if you knew this one, because um, it's a little bit more popular, but I really haven't seen a lot of it on a podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, it is a family who was all murdered.
0: Good Lord. So, yes. <laughs> you, keep, you keep doing this, you know. <laughs> it's like, you make me mad one episode, you make me get real excited and sad in another episode. Now we're, we're blowing up here with a family now. Well, let's get right into it. I'm ready to hear about these people.
1: (laughs) Okay, so um, the police who responded to this scene in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, found five dead victims, one seriously injured victim, and one unharmed. Gotcha. So I have the list of... The victim, how old they were, and then their injuries. Okay. So I'm just going to go through and go through all of them first, and okay. then we'll talk about what happened. Gotcha. So the first was David Beaver. He is 52, and he was the father. Okay. Um, he was killed by at least 28 stab wounds to the torso, face, neck, and left arm and hand. Okay. Which was probably defensive wounds, mm-hmm. um, assuming he was left-handed. Um, April Beaver, who is a mother, uh, she was 42. She was killed by blunt force trauma and more than 48 wounds to the head, neck, torso, arms, and hands. So these victims had, they were trying to fight off
0: their uh-huh. killers.
1: They had a lot of, um, where they were trying to stop it. That's it. Um, the next one we have is Daniel Beaver. He was 12 years old. Um, he is one of the sons and he was killed by 21 stab wounds okay. to the back, shoulder, and chest. Um, and then we have Christopher Beaver, who is seven. He is the son. He was killed by 21 stab wounds to the back, chest, shoulder, and lower leg. Then we have Victoria Beaver. She was five years old. She is one of the daughters. She was killed by 23 stab wounds to both sides of her neck, her chest, back and upper arm. Then we have crystal Beaver, who was 13. She was the daughter. She was injured, but -hmm. not killed by a slit throat and stab wounds to the stomach and arms. And then one unharmed child, who was two, mm-hmm. she was a daughter. Her name was Autumn, and she was sleeping in her room when all of this happened.
0: So the victim probably didn't know where she was. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you guys heard, but that seems like it was a lot of overkill.
1: Yes, with, very much. Yeah,
0: With these victims. Because... All those stab wounds and things like that. And then the survivor stabbed to the, th- the um, neck and then to the torso with the stomach. Actually, I was at Crackle Barrel, and I saw a lady who had a marking on her neck. And oh, wow. Yeah, it was really bad. And I was wondering how she survived that. Um, but that's who I instantly thought of when you said that. So somebody just really didn't like this family
1: yeah there was definitely this was hate filled yes this was rage and you're really not going to believe who did this um it
0: was the the two-year-old was
1: it the
0: what what'd you
1: say (laughs) so
0: it wasn't the two-year-old was it (laughs) no no it wasn't the (laughs) (laughs) two-year-old okay all right i'll just have Um, that guess out there
1: yeah so it was the two-year-old um so I guess we'll get into who's responsible. Are okay. you ready?
0: I don't think I am, but let's, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All
1: right. So um, this stabbing, it was very bloody and it was a horrific scene.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but right away, they knew who was responsible. Michael and Robert Beaver, the couple's oldest
0: sons. Okay. Okay. Now, yeah. Now... Okay, I'm going to let you finish reading. (laughs) So what was their motive?
1: Right. Okay, so Michael and Robert Beaver was the oldest sons. Robert Beaver was 18, and his younger brother, Michael, was 16 at the time. Mm -hmm. Now, you said, when I was reading off the victims, you said that Autumn, the two-year-old, they must have not known she was there. Okay. They did, because... They were in the house, but there's a reason they hadn't got to her
0: yet. Okay. So we're doing some like, uh, Michael Myers kind of stuff here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm gonna kill the whole family and I accidentally forgot one, but now I'm coming back for her kind of a deal. Okay. Okay.
1: Right. Yeah. This is (laughs) scary because like, this is people in your household. This is people you trust and you sleep by every night. Yes. Like, that's almost more terrifying than a stranger to me.
0: Yes, because, I mean, it's one of those... I was thinking about this, you know, like, just when we sleep, we are we're so trusting into, you know, whoever's in the house because, you know, you're sleeping. You're uncon- not unconscious, but, you know, you're not in your full state of mind. And just to even wake up to just any of that you know somebody had to wake up in the middle of them being stabbed and and seeing the the face of the oh my gosh now
1: right well what's interesting was they were all awake when this happened (laughs) now what we normally see is like waiting till the night because you have more opportunity Mm -hmm. um In this one, these two boys were so rage-filled that they didn't care. They just took the first opportunity they could. Mm -hmm. So, Which which isn't
0: very good at all because there's no planning or anything with that either.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So on the night of July 22nd, um, the boys, and this is in 2015, uh, the boys... 13-year-old sister Crystal walked by their room. They told her they wanted to show her something on the computer. Mm -hmm. Crystal entered the room toward where Michael was sitting. And then without warning, Robert grabbed her, covered her mouth, and slit her throat. So, however, Crystal's wound wasn't fatal. Mm -hmm. So she wasn't dead yet. And she screamed Mm -hmm. to warn the rest of the family. Uh, that this attack was coming. Yes. Um. So then the boys stabbed their mother, who came in to help Crystal, and they stabbed her over 40 times.
0: Now, this is just... So this is as it's going on. Because I was thinking mm-hmm. it was like they were picking them off one by one. So it was like... Because before, when you were explaining, I thought, okay, they were sleeping. And then, you know, they went to one person however many times... And then went to another person how many times. But this is like happening in real life where they see her cut her throat, mom walks in, gets her step, step, step. Who's next?
1: <laughs> right. And so when of course your daughter screams,
0: mm-hmm.
1: everyone's gonna come running. Yeah. So then they just have this opportunity to just boom, 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 boom.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which is super sad.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so Michael and Robert eventually killed the mother with blunt force trauma.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the boys then stabbed their father over 50 times, their 12-year-old brother nine times, their seven-year-old brother six times, and their five-year-old sister 18 times. Mostly in the neck.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, in the end, they killed five family members and seriously injured another.
0: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And because I've been hearing a lot of serial killers, not just recently, but the knife is really one of those ones. It's really quick. You don't really th- – you really don't think about how quick of a kill that is, you know, and how fast we as humans are, you know. So it's just like, you know, choo, 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 really quick. Oh man. Just picturing all this. And I have a very vivid imagination, so I'm picturing all this like – Good Lord.
1: Yeah. And hopefully I'm giving you a good picture of it because when I was reading it, I was just getting flashes of all of this happen.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And interestingly enough, when you said about the knife, um, it's a very personal thing when you stab someone because Mm -hmm. you can't be removed from it. You are attached to that and you're up close and personal. And so they had some kind of vendetta or rage, mm-hmm. something built up so much mm-hmm. to do this. All right. So, this is where it just gets so scary for me. So, the 12-year-old brother Daniel was able to call 911.
0: Okay.
1: He told the operator, "My brother's attacking my family." And reportedly said to someone who was in the room, "Please don't murder me." Mhm. Which just makes me so sad. Um, a deeper male voice said hello. And then the operator heard screaming and crying before the lion went dead. So, uh, the first family member the boys attacked, Crystal, mm-hmm. she lived. Yes. Although her brothers cut her throat, she managed to run outside mm-hmm. where she passed out on the front lawn. Her brothers assumed she was dead and dragged her back inside so they could dismember her along with the rest of the family. She recalled hearing her younger siblings screaming inside the house. She played dead until she heard an officer break down the front door and carry her to safety. Mm. So they, these boys had a plan. It was kind of planned to kill all of these people. And dismember them. And when Crystal tried to get away, they went after her. Which I'm just like, the neighbors probably heard all of this happen, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: well, it's just crazy. And You know what it was? It's one of those things, too, where it's uh, people might see something happen. But then they, especially nowadays, if they see something happen, and a lot of us is like, That's none of my business, you know. I'm not going to deal with that. And so that might have been something that went on too. But, I mean, if you do – so what I pictured was when she ran out, she's got to be holding her neck in order to Mm. stop the bleeding. And then she falls on the ground, passed out. And and then I picture the brothers going out there, you know, not even just brutally grabbing her by the ankles and kind of just dragging her back in. So, I mean, that is – A little suspicious, unless, you know, you might have some crazy neighbors and you might think, oh, that's just that's just how they work. You know, I don't know.
1: Right. And you got to think this wasn't the middle of the night either. Yeah. Um, I don't know the time of it, but I know they were all awake. So it couldn't have been, you know, and some of these were pretty young. So they I mean, before eight, I would say, probably. Yep. Mm hmm. Um, But yes, you're right. We do see that a lot with like domestic violence victims, too, Mm -hmm. is neighbors will hear stuff and just be like, oh, that's not in my business. I'm not going to call it in.
0: Yeah. And that's even something, you know, because like if I said that something like that happened like in the 50s or something, 50s or 60s with domestic violence, you're probably like, oh, yeah, that, that happened all the time. But nowadays where people are talking about it a lot more, you know, it's I mean, if you see something, say something is
1: exactly what
0: we should be doing out here
1: yeah um and so this girl crystal survives and Mm -hmm. a lot of it is her testimony on what happened um and then of course the younger brothers called to 911 he said my brothers are killing me Mm -hmm. so that's how the police knew right away oh this is these two kids
0: yeah
1: um go ahead
0: now, do we know if these kids had any record or were they bad kids or like?
1: Um, No, but they there was signs. Yeah, there was definitely signs something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give away too much, but yes, there was signs. Uh, but they didn't have like a criminal arrest record or anything.
0: Gotcha. If I start getting ahead of myself, just tell me to shut up. And I will. That's
1: OK. <laughs> <laughs> I know your questions are probably what? everyone is thinking Mm -hmm. um so that gives me a good idea of what to say okay um all right so the other survivor was the two-year-old girl Mm -hmm. and according to the boys they intended to cut off the toddler's head with an axe but they didn't have time Mm -hmm. before they had to flee because with the 911 call this was rushed more than they had planned Mm -hmm. Um, this little girl was completely unharmed and she safe, was safe in the other room, didn't know anything happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the cops came, the brothers escaped from the back of the house and they went into a wooded area near their house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Police canine units quickly found them and apprehended them. Robert was armed with a knife, but he gave up peacefully. Mm-hmm. When they were questioned by the police, the boys admitted they intended to dismember their family and put them in the attic. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh,
1: They would then grab their ammo, their weapons, and steal the family car. They planned to go on a mass shooting spree in as many locations as possible. The boys planned to go to different cities outside of Oklahoma and kill people in each one. Their goal was to kill as many as 100 people.
0: Now, what was their problem? <laughs> <laughs> like, what What is your motive? Okay, okay. So when we, were, when we were talking about this earlier, and we were talking about how they were going around killing their family, I thought, okay, mom and dad, something with the family, you know, that's why they want to kill them. But now you're going on, you know, you're trying to go on mass shootings and mass killings. Like, come on. What's there's something else. Well, we talk we talk about murders. There's always something wrong with them, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And so I will say these two boys idolized mass shootings. Okay. And in this day and age in America, we're familiar, unfortunately, mm-hmm. with someone just walking in and killing a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And. I think they just got it in their heads that these killers are celebrities. Mm-hmm. Their name is on the news and they're popular and, like, we're talking about them. So, like, they think they're famous.
0: Yes. Um, I'm going to look that up, was
1: one of the motives for this.
0: I'm going to look at that Batman Heath Ledger shooting. Because I think it's the, around the – if I can spell. I think it's their um, – Around the same time, um, 2012, because that's when the Aurora shooting happened. And I think Mm -hmm. that's where a lot of stuff was starting to get big. I think it might have started around in 2008. And then – because I remember that was what they were talking about in the news was that the news was glorifying these – mass shooters by giving them their names and telling them their stories and things like that and then these kids like that you know they're thinking um well that's who that's what i want to be and what we said 16 and 18 were the ages so Mm -hmm. that would have made it what three 15 and 13 which are very impressionable ages there Mm -hmm. so that's crazy well, I don't, yeah. I don't know why you would want to start, a, start off with your family, though, you know?
1: Yeah. And um, I kind of lost what I was thinking, but um, I'll get back to it, I'm sure. <laughs> i um, Yeah. So here we go. What was the motive for their attack? Okay. Um, Crystal and the two killers, Michael and Robert, said that growing up with their parents wasn't all that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they stated that their parents would physically and psychologically abuse the children. Robert said that he felt his parents hated children, and the only reason they continued to have kids was for the tax breaks. Gotcha. I mean, they had a lot of kids. Yes. So.
0: How old was yeah. the, the dad? was like 50?
1: Uh, I can't go back up.
0: I think that's what we said. 52. 52. And April
1: was 42.
0: Yes. So th- that would put them at the – what was I going with that? Um, oh, I was going somewhere with that.
1: Okay. Well, the oldest is 18. Were you wondering how old they would were when they started?
0: Yeah, well, I was – what was I getting ready to say? <laughs> I forget what I was getting ready to say. Cause I had we're just
1: a, both in a brain fog today. I don't I know.
0: know. I so I was getting ready to connect it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, their age and then this, and that makes sense. Um but, yeah, I know they were born in, like, the 60s. No. Yeah, they were probably born in the 60s and '60s and 50s, so they probably got married. God, they were older when they started having their kids, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I was going to say. It's going to come yeah. back to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but mine came back to me. So what I was going to say earlier was – with the mass shootings and stuff, these mm-hmm. kids obviously didn't have a problem killing children. Yes.
0: Um,
1: which some mass shooters go for kids. Some yes. of them go for adults. Mm-hmm. Like you see in one of, I can't remember which one it was, but there was like elementary school age kids. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. They had no problem because they could have done a lot of damage because yes. they had no problem killing whoever. hmm They were going to decapitate their, you know, two-year-old sister. So they were vicious.
0: Well, see, and my problem comes in with them is where, okay, so when we were talking about them earlier and how this was unplanned, okay, for this particular murder, it would kind of make sense that if this was unplanned and they could have got away with it, you know, Mm -hmm. that would have been fine. But now you're talking about – um you're talking about doing mass killings now that doesn't they're they're not very smart as serial killers because most of the ones we hear from you know if they're gonna do something they kind of level up you know they kind of start small and then they get bigger and bigger and these guys were just like I mean you just can't you just can't start off right off the bat you know <laughs> like that you gotta work your way on up but I, I don't know.
1: Yeah. It was almost like, just like this uh, switch flipped for them. And it was like, okay, kill everybody. Yeah. And they had to have known this was going to be their last thing that they did. Like yes. they knew they weren't going to get away with it. Um, and a lot of, you know, mass shooters kill themselves after. So they might've been planning that.
0: Again. I mean, you can even kind of tell um, that they were going to probably, they knew they were going to, they weren't going to get away with it because Uh, the brothers instantly handed over, surrendered and handed over his knife, you know. He's like, this is part of the plan. I wasn't expecting it to happen this early, but, you know. but, And it's Oklahoma, too. I don't know if it was a rural city or if it was a um, actual urban city. But, you know, if it was maybe in the country or a small town, just from the from what I'm hearing about the story, meth could have been involved, you know? Yeah. Because, because well, it's so sporadic to me, you know? It You went from, you know, automatically jumping on your sister to killing your whole family to now you were going to go mass murder all these people. And it's just too quick for me, you know? I think if it was like a, a regular serial killer or killers, they would... um. They, even though they, they get the high from the murders, but like I said, they do kind of build their way on up, you know, so I'm thinking drugs were involved.
1: It it definitely could have been. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things I thought too was I kind of feel like the oldest brother. Had a little bit of an effect on that second brother, mm-hmm. the 18 year old and the 16 year old. Mm-hmm. I feel like the 18 year old probably had a lot of mental illness mm-hmm. or something going on and kind of roped the younger brother into thinking it was cool. Yep. Um, I it, it doesn't say that specifically, but it does allude to that. Yes. Um, so I feel kind of, I mean, I don't feel bad for him, but it does feel like he was very impressionable. Yep. And just wanted to impress his brother, Mm -hmm. which is terrible.
0: And I think that is the crazy thing because, so, you know, with their age and them having kids at a very older time, they could have, they had a different way of probably raising their kids and it could have been psychologically and uh, physically abusive to the first one. And then they kind of might've learned after that, but the first one could have got the worst of it. And then being I'm the oldest of my siblings and I can tell you how impressionable I am on, on to my siblings you know um so you want to be
1: podcasters yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so it's it's I can definitely see that and Yeah, see that going on, and they I know when they said when there's usually like a duo murderers, you do have one who's more dominant and then one who's more submissive. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know, man. This whole thing is just crazy.
1: Yeah, so, of course, Crystal and Robert had said their parents just weren't that great. Mm -hmm. Um, They said that they were thrown across the room on occasion um, and watched their father abuse their mom. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, The kids had been to school, but they were, were like, rarely allowed to, like, leave the house afterwards. Oh, yeah. Um, They were homeschooled part of the time. Um, And (laughs) they didn't seem like much of that was happening. Yeah. It seemed like it was kind of like, oh, we're homeschooling, in quotations. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think that was really happening. So, you're leaving these two boys to watch probably TV Mm -hmm. where they're seeing Mm -hmm. mass shootings um, and violence. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
0: I hate – you know what? I think I hate this episode so much because it's one of those things. So, listening to a lot of, like, true crime podcasts, there there are things that happened to me as a kid that – um basically from what basically from what they're saying is I fit the criteria of a serial killer but <laughs> that's not good. No, I know it's not but by the grace of God, I <laughs> am not. And then you you're going down this list you're like um, you know, they uh, went to school but then they weren't allowed to leave the house. They were homeschooled. <laughs> like stop it
1: stop it oh well i mean so that's not the criteria (laughs) the official criteria unless you're like killing small animals and things like that
0: see i don't fit a lot of that stuff so like you know that's how i know i'm good because you know i'm very closely to they're like this has happened This is what happened to them. This is what happened to them. I'm like, hey, that happened to me. And then it's like they killed small animals, and they were really, you know, I'm like, oh, that's not me at all. But good God. Uh, (laughs) Shoot. And I will also say, you know, being homeschooled, it was one of those things where my mom would watch the news in the morning time. And uh, she would watch it throughout the day. So, you know, while we're doing school, you know, you might hear about these shootings or something like that. And then, of course, adults, they start, since that was a big issue, you know, around 2008, 2012, adults are talking about it. And it was kind of one of those things we were just involved in that. So they could have experienced the same thing because those were pretty good, those were pretty big issues back then, you know, uh, Sandy Hook with the shooting of the kids and then the. Uh, Shooting in Aurora, California. Uh, no, C- Colorado. Sorry. Um, right. So yeah, man, this is, and it's 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 isn't it crazy how you don't realize the the, the domino effect? You know, you mm-hmm. know you've got people who are inspired by these people, and you don't think. I mean, well, you'll see a shooting, and you don't think anybody thinks anything of it. Then somebody gets inspired by it, and then s- other stuff happens like this. I mean, shoot. Therapy, guys.
1: Yeah. Therapy. There's definitely some mental illness here because just these things don't make someone do go this far for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're seeing violence from a very young age because they're mm-hmm. witnessing it with their mother. They're seeing it with their siblings. It's in their face. Yep. So they're getting that... Nature versus nurture, the nurture part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you add mental illness, that's nature. So you're just like, it's a tornado mm-hmm. of something's going to happen.
0: Yes. And, and then also too, with the parents being, I know I keep saying it, talking about them being older, but the older generation, they a lot of them don't believe in mental illness. So mm-hmm. even if their child, you know, the 18 or 16 year old even said anything about them, you know, might be feeling a certain way, you know, they didn't believe in that back in the day. It was just push through it and you'll make it kind of a deal. So, whew. Yeah.
1: I did a video um, on my channel talking about how a lot of killers have brain injuries and brain trauma, mm-hmm. um, specifically to the frontal lobe mm-hmm. where all your decision-making, your impulse control is. Mm-hmm if they were abused, that definitely could have happened to them, Mm -hmm. which could have, you know, affected those things. And this definitely is an impulse killing. So Mm -hmm. that definitely could be.
0: Yes. And what really, so they didn't, they don't have any, they just said they were going to do the mass killings. They didn't have anything planned out for it. Okay. They did. Okay. They did. These
1: boys. Yes, um, and I'll, I'll get to that, like, what they all had and everything. Okay. Um, actually, coming up here in this paragraph. So, for months, yeah. they had bought so, knives, um, body they armor, those helmets, killers, okay. bullets, and they uh, up guns up to, to like, carry out their attacks, mm-hmm. shooting, um, which and people, many other things. Which, was like the, the big when one. I first read that, I um, was like, how are they getting this? They're, like... One of them's 18.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One of them's 16. They're just going in and buying all of this stuff and not raising any alarm bells.
0: <laughs> well, you also have to think about it, too. It's like what um, Indiana is a state where you can just go, you know, I mean, you can really go just buy anything. Like I, where Illinois, where I'm from, if you tried to go buy a gun, a lot of red flags would be raised. You know, my mother in law worked for like the. State police doing background checks on people like that. You have to wait two days here in Indiana. You know, I can print up a fake gun uh, gun card and just be like, "Yeah, give me a gun. How much is it?" And I can take it out that day. You know, because I mean, one we're conservative, and the two people just like to go hunting and stuff, and nobody thinks anything about that. You know.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't... mean that's true. That was Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and we you um did they they didn't give a specific date or anything too. So it could be around deer season or a hunt hunting season. And this guy is just like, I'm just glad to see those boys are in the nature kind of a thing. Yeah.
1: Okay. So they also did record video record some of the killings and they set up a camera in the house and they planned to release this footage online. Mm -hmm. Um, This was vicious, and Mm -hmm. the fact that they wanted to release it, I just, it's crazy. Um, But it was planned. It Mm -hmm. was planned for many years, they said. Um, Robert, the oldest and 18 at the time, planned to kill his family since he was 13. Uh, The pair openly talked about admiring mass murders together, and they talked about killing their family. Mm Mm-hmm. Their sister, Crystal, who survived the attack, said that she reported this to her mom. She was like, Mom, they're talking about murders. They're talking about killing us. Mm-hmm. And reportedly, the mother said that it's just boys being boys. <laughs> yeah, which <sighs> just <laughs> makes me high- like mad to the highest level. Mm-hmm. Um, For so many reasons, but she was just plainly ignoring
0: Mm. what was
1: happening um, and justifying it, uh, which makes me even more mad. Um, But girls can be killers, too. And I don't want to go on this whole rant about woman empowerment (laughs) in reference to killers. But but, I mean, why is it that the boys have to be rough and tumble, you know? It's just, all of it just makes
0: me mad. While we're on this right here, I was listening to a case of a black serial killer. Mm. Mm Hmm. And out of all the cases I've listened to, he was the second one that I've ever heard of. But I was just like. Was
1: it Samuel Little?
0: No, it was the, um, his name was Antonio. I don't forget. Rodriguez or something. He was like Mm. the, um, he was a strangler down in. Oh, I wasn't listening. I had a lot of stuff going on today (laughs) because I I had to split the episode up. But, yeah, he was down south somewhere, uh, I think near Texas and everything, but he had a lot of stuff going on with him. And I was just like, this is like the only the second black serial killer that I've heard of. Um, Right. And I might have to, the first one I think we've talked about on my show, and I might have to bring that up or send you that case because I thought, That one is very good. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, we have a tendency to kind of stereotype what a serial killer or a killer is. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's usually a white male. So, Mm -hmm. um, but we do see one-offs. You know, we have Eileen Warnos, who was a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Samuel Little was actually one of the, like, most notorious serial killers. Mm -hmm. And he was black. So, I mean writing it off is not good
0: yes
1: (laughs) writing it this behavior off as oh they're boys is even worse in my opinion
0: yeah and and i don't know i mean maybe she didn't want to deal with it but i don't know man it's it's something that serious is happening you gotta figure that i don't know just gotta nip that in the bud or at least talk to him and say what's going on why why are you having these thoughts why is this going on
1: Right, and she might have had a lot to deal with, too, because if she was being abused, maybe she was in survival mode, you yes. know? And when her daughter came to her, she was like, I don't want to hear that, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, And didn't think it was serious. Yep. Um, And she was wrong, and that's super sad because mm-hmm. it took out everybody.
0: Yep. Yeah. Now, um, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I was getting ready to ask about the little s- – the younger sister, but we'll probably get to that at the, towards the, the well, ladder. what's
1: your question? Cause I was going to get into the trial a little bit.
0: Okay. So, so do, do they know anything about the younger sister of what happened to her? Two year old.
1: Not much. Uh, there's two survivors, uh, the one that was injured and the youngest, they don't really talk about, I feel like she might still be underage cause 2018 yeah. is when this happened. So they don't release a lot of information about what happened. And I think she wasn't really, I don't know, like, she didn't witness anything. She didn't, you know. So, I think they just kind of don't talk about her a lot.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. That's crazy. Okay. The trial.
1: Yes. All right. So, both boys pleaded not guilty and were tried as adults. Now, someone said the other day, why do these killers confess and then plead not guilty. And it was it's usually because their lawyers tell them to. Mm-hmm. Um, their representation is saying, plead not guilty so that we can make deals, so that all of this. Like after, they're kind of saying like, you could plead insanity. You can, you know, yes. plead different things. Mm-hmm. So they always advise them to plead not guilty, mm-hmm. even though they confessed, there's no way they're going to get off of it.
0: Well, see then, and I find out in most cases, they, what the, what happens, they say they're not guilty for so long, and then next thing you know, they're like, well, you know, say you're, confess, and say that you're guilty, and then we'll give you a lesser charge, you know, yeah. it's what'll usually happen anyway, but I mean, in this particular case, like in most murders, it's like, okay, you kill one person, you can probably, you know, you might, get, uh, bail, not bail, but you'll get, um, parole, maybe parole. So, but in this case specifically, I mean, they killed, was it five?
1: Five or six. Yeah, five
0: or six people in there. So, I mean, yeah. you talk about multiple life sentences, but I don't want to give anything Wait, Go ahead. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I, I say six because, I mean, Crystal was a big victim in this. Like, her life changed forever, I'm yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, even the two-year-old did. But I think there was five that were killed and one that was injured, Yeah, if I remember the right.
0: Because, I mean, they'll have to get them on uh, murder for everyone they killed. And then, since they had the attempt to kill uh, the first daughter, of course, and then the intent to kill the infant. So, I mean, they're going to get attempt murder charges, which I don't know why. uh, I think recently with a lot of episodes I've been hearing, attempted murder, they get, like, worse charges for attempted than if they actually actually do it. I don't – I didn't know if they – Yeah,
1: I don't know the – details on that what i have seen a lot is like survivor stories that i've heard a lot of times they'll get like a couple years yeah um and i'm like i always sit there and i always say like why get lesser time when the victim has the will to survive like you intended Mm -hmm. to kill that person yeah they just survived yep um but i don't know i haven't seen anywhere they've been like more usually mm. if you have one murder you mm. get life or the death penalty in some cases
0: and that's one thing that's kind of really bl- that gets me every time is that you have someone who tried to kill you you go to the trial you are a witness against them and since you didn't die they say 2 years and then you get parole and now you're talking right. about you're like hey I'm still here and you're going to release this guy like, he's probably not going to come after me again, but I don't know, you know, what if, like like we said, a lot of serial killers are old white guys, so what if the, the lady he tried to kill, what if that's his type, you know? And a lot of these serial killers, they don't leave where they're from, so if they get caught with an attempted murder, they're probably going to go back. I'm just saying, I just think it's stupid. Just yeah, to- I
1: would be terrified.
0: Yes, That they were going
1: to come to me next.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep. If I had a town, uh, it would become a ghost town.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Robert changed his plea to guilty and accepted life in prison Mm -hmm. without parole in 2016. Um, Michael, who was 16 at the time of killing, uh, there was some debate over how he should be tried. Mm -hmm. Um, we have gone over and over and over this in this country. They've changed numerous times this law where Mm. it's like, should someone underage, you know, be tried as an adult? Yes. Um, and the courts eventually decided to try him as Mm -hmm. an adult. And on May 11th, 2018, a jury found Michael guilty and recommended a life sentence without possibility of parole. Mm-hmm. Um, now, while in prison, Robert, who is the older, um, tried to hang himself uh-huh. uh, with a sheet while in jail and a guard caught him and cut him down. Um, and they placed him on suicide watch. Um in March 2017 the beaver family house where all of this happened caught fire in the middle of the night and completely burnt to the ground.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They don't know what happened but it was gone. Um, it took them about about an hour to get the fire under control yep. um, and like I said police couldn't determine what happened they turned the lot that the family house was at into a public park
0: Mm -hmm.
1: with memorials for the family
0: and i was going to say sometimes just certain things like that they will in that neighborhood like again i we don't know if it's like in the country or if it's in the neighborhood but if it's like in a neighborhood just that house will leave a mark on the neighbors and things like that. So somebody could have burnt it down, not wanting to, you know, reminisce about what actually happened and stuff like that. Um. So, yeah, I can understand that. Um, I knew they were going to plead guilty and probably get a life sentence. Now, c- this is not rela- – it's kind of related to the case. But I okay. messaged you, I think, last week saying that there was a murder – that happened a year ago, like a block up from me. Mm -hmm. And um, like you said earlier, he is underage, so they haven't released his name or or anything about this guy. I've researched. I can't find his name anywhere. And that's what they're going through right now, is he was 15 at the time, and he's 16 now. And they're saying, "What?" How are we, what are we going to do? You know, they're supposed to be making, actually having a trial here, I think this month. I don't know if it's passed or if they're, if, or if it's coming up, but they're talking about, they're trying to have this trial and they're trying to figure out how they're going to try, um try him. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's weird so, to say. Yeah. And, uh, but basically what happened, what he did was he, um, there were some kids at a gas station um, and he walked right up to the car and just started shooting and wow. he killed, um, one young lady. She was only 15 and, mm-hmm. and there is no motive behind it. And they're trying to figure out, well, actually there were two guys, but the person there, there, um, the boy who shot and killed the young lady. He's the one that's being tried. And the other guy, he's going to get a lesser defense, but I haven't even heard anything about him. They, They said that the police caught two guys in custody. But I didn't know what you thought about that, like, with the age. If he was 15 when he committed the crime, now he's 16, should they try him for the time the crime happened because he's just held in the juvenile center right now for the past year. This went, what he's where he's been held. Um, Yeah. I I don't know. Do you think he should be tried as a child or as an adult?
1: I definitely go back and forth. I think on a case to case basis, Mm -hmm. basically, which the laws don't work that way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There was a boy who was very young. Mm-hmm. that spent most of his life in prison and now they're saying oh we made a mistake and let him go and it's just it's it's hard for me because i feel like for someone this young mm-hmm. something had to have happened in their life to create that mm-hmm. and i feel bad for kid them yeah I don't feel bad for their actions, but it's almost like where they raised that way was, you know, something happened. Mm-hmm. And with that one that you were talking about, like, there was no motive. There was, he did it for nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's almost like he needs to have some intense mental health services.
0: Yes. Yes and I And think, he's
1: not going to get that in prison, yeah. unfortunately,
0: and and there's like I don't think there's any connection, like they didn't go to the same school or anything. Terre Haute is just crazy, by the way, so I just want to let people know that, and um we're like the third in meth distribution here, oh in, wow, yeah, in the country, so uh, yeah, just a lot of crazy things that happen here, so it it was just it was just crazy to me because it um. I just can't imagine that. I was I was kind of putting myself in her shoes because it's like, you know, I'm just sitting at a gas station chilling. You know, I, I pump gas all the time and I'm leaving my kids and wife in the car. And just to have somebody walk up for no apparent reason and just shoot her dead, you know. I don't know. But, yeah, it was I was going back and forth with it because I was like, yeah, he was 15. He's a kid. But he did commit an adult murder, you know, like Mm -hmm. this is, well, I guess any murder is really adult, but I don't know. Um, like I said, he's supposed to be going to trial here pretty soon to figure out what's going on. So I guess I'll keep looking into it to see what happens here. So,
1: yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have a straight answer for you. It's just so hard for me. Um, I wish that in our country we had, better prison reform mm-hmm. um, and mental health services and things that will allow kids who commit crimes to be rehabilitated.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But unfortunately we don't. Mm-hmm. So then they're in the juvenile discipline system going into the big prisons where they're going to learn so much more violence mm-hmm. and You know, they're with these offenders who have done way worse. Yep. And their life's just going to be that now. There's Mm -hmm. no way that they're going to change. Yep. Yep. So it's just hard.
0: It's crazy. And I just feel, like you said, I do feel bad for the kid, him, because he's 15. Yeah. Didn't even know how to drive yet. And now he, he went to a juvenile detention center, and now he's probably going to jail for a life sentence or something or with you know going to jail without bail or parole. Mm-hmm. Um but I've even heard some cases where people they kill people and then they get paroled yep. out and I'm like, what are you talking about? But yeah, this is
1: yeah.
0: Is, is that all with um that family there? Or Yeah. There?
1: What was interesting to me is um when I was researching about them burning down the house, oh. um <laughs> This is so strange, but on Facebook, there's a, like a page Mm -hmm. that talks about property values of houses that murders were committed in. Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting (laughs) to me to to read, like, no one wants these houses. You might as well burn them down. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, so this is crazy, but literally a couple houses down from me, there was a man who... A guy killed him, mm-hmm. like shot him in the head um, over a fight with a woman and the house just sits empty yep. because when he died, they had no way of getting the, um, what's it called? Not the mortgage, but like the paperwork for it Damn. to sell the house,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the deed, sorry, the deed. And so they can't find the deed. They can't sell the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it goes on market, is anybody going to want to buy it? Yep. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's so crazy. Cause like they were also talking about, um, the house that, um, the guy killed his wife recently. <sighs> I wish I could remember his name, but the the house just remains empty. Nobody wants it. Yep. And the property value is like a steal now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just crazy to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I've actually heard a lot of stuff like that where they've had the house... um, what they've had the house sit there for a while. It burns down. Or, heck, they've even made it... I think there was one... um, What happened? They put the guy in the electric chair and they buried him on the property and then put his tombstone there. And they were like, this is... Because I guess his murders had such an impact on the community that it was kind of one of those things where there he is, kind of a thing, you know. Um, But yeah, I hear stuff like that all the time. It's like, this house (laughs) is, this house, they give the address to the house and no one has lived there since. Kind of a deal on like Mm
1: -hmm. Well, Would you buy a house that someone was murdered in? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you believe in spirits coming back
0: yeah black people are superstitious too so (laughs) i don't know like (laughs) because i don't know it's just it's really really weird stuff like that because anything that would happen you know the wind will blow what right you know i mean even in this big old clunky house I'm, i'm in now it's like nobody's died in here that i know you of. know of <laughs> yeah so <laughs> you know we hear stuff and i'm just like what's that you know i don't think i don't think i would if i if they told me that i don't care how cheap it was i don't think i'd be able to um move in the especially like this particular case you know uh-huh. i don't think i'd be able to do it you know i would be sitting there thinking who where was the, what room was it in you know is this the room um Oh my gosh. It would be just crazy. Um I'd be doing like some supernatural stuff, putting salt and stuff by the doorways and stuff like that and on the window sills. Yeah. Have the uh, <laughs> I'll have like holy water with the crucifix, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think because even if you don't believe, you're going to make it up in your head. You're going to yes. see something, mm-hmm. you know, regardless.
0: Yep. And it's, a, maybe that's what we should do, like, do a Halloween, like, for Halloween, do some episodes mm. like that, some spooky stuff like that. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, I can find some, I mean, we've already mm. got a Halloween theme song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, well, that is the story of the Broken Arrow Murders.
0: Sarah's coming back here with another epi- episode. episode. Hey, guys, one more time. You'll have to say that one more time. I'm sorry, Sarah, at the end. Quick. That's
1: fine. No, you can you can do it after you're finished. That's
0: fine. Okay. Uh, well, we had an, another great story by Sarah. I was interested in it. You guys, um, like I said, as I will always say, hopefully once I get a little script here, you guys should definitely go and do your own research with these. And with this one, it's not a mystery, but it's always still good to go back and just, you know, Look at the stories. Um, and because, like I said, I find them all very in- interesting and everything. Uh, so, hey, Sarah, can you tell us one more time where we can find everything? And don't forget YouTube.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, first, find me on YouTube yep. <laughs>
0: um,
1: uh, at Code187. Um, I also post other videos on there um, on instagram which there's going to be some interesting pictures along with this case Mm -hmm. uh these boys took pictures like after they were bloody and stuff so i will post that um twitter and tiktok and facebook at code 187
0: super easy to remember i'm joe
1: and i am sarah
0: we will see you guys later on code 187 I have to fade that out myself.